Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 46 of the podcast, dude. In this episode, I'm reviewing the Shure MV88 microphone for iOS devices, and I invited my good friend Corey Miller on to help me talk about it. But before we jump into that, I recorded a little test example of this microphone, the MV88, on my iPhone, just so you can kind of hear it. I'm going to leave it unprocessed, although I will say that with processing, I could make this thing sound even better. I think I was recording just a little bit hot, so you can hear that just a tiny bit, but it's a pretty close representation of what this microphone will actually sound like if you buy it and use it with your iOS device. So I'm going to play that clip for you real quick, and then we'll jump into the regular show. Hey guys, just wanted to record a quick test so you could hear how this Shure MV88 sounds in real world usage. I'm holding the phone about a foot away from me with the microphone pointed at me. It's in stereo mode. I've got the gain set to about 28 decibels, so that's about 80% of the max. And the input levels are coming in peaking right around negative 12 dB, which is a pretty solid place to record. Looks like average levels are around negative 18. So you might notice that this doesn't sound quite as good as my Shure SM7B, but that's because the MV88 is a $150 microphone. The SM7B is $350, and it runs through a $100 tube preamp and my $400 Scarlett interface. So there's a difference in investment there, and I think for a portable recording setup, this MV88 is a really good option. It's really light. You can just throw it in your backpack or bag, carry it around, plug it in anytime, and you've got a, you've got a great way to record audio or just get better audio for your, any videos that you're shooting as well. So I really like this microphone, and this concludes the test. All right, guys, so that was the Shure MV88 microphone, and now let's go ahead and get into the show. It's a good, good song, though. I was playing with uh, GarageBand on the on the iPad yesterday, dude. Were you, though? Oh, my gosh. It's so, so good. It's so good. Like, you can do MIDI editing and all this stuff. I'll have to talk about it later. <laughs> let's talk about it later. Let's do it. Let's, let's go ahead and do a show. Let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 46 of the podcast, dude. Today is uh, a new kind of episode, an episode style I haven't done before, which is a gear review. I'm going to review the portable Shure MV88 microphone that works with iOS devices. And to help me talk about this little microphone is my good friend and friend of the show, Corey Miller. Corey, welcome to the show. Thanks, Aaron. It's good to be here and on and hello. Hello. <laughs> do you have any applause sound bites on that little soundboard app that you have? I really don't. Do you have any other relevant sound bites? I could clap for you. Okay. Well, anyways, Corey does a show on the Sean West Network called Behind the Brand. Corey, do you want to give people just a, you got 30 seconds to tell them about you and your show. Go. Behind the Brand is a podcast about learning how to build your brand through storytelling and authenticity. It comes out every single week on Saturdays. And you can go to BehindTheBrand.com to listen to the episodes and read full show notes. Well, that was fantastic, but you didn't talk about yourself. Well, I'm the host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do at Sean West? Uh, oh, well, you asked about my podcast, not about me. Well, I'm, I'm the director of member success here at Sean West. And so I, I help manage the community at SeanWest.com slash community. Um, and I'm also responsible for... A lot of the the emails that go out, we do a lot of content marketing and a lot of emails and, um, and newsletters and things. So I have my fingers in our um, our system that we use in Fusionsoft and work directly with Sean, uh, our boss, uh, producing content and uh, making sure it gets to the right people. 
Excellent, excellent. You are a delightful person, and I love you Aww. very much, and I'm glad to have you on the show today. That just made me feel so special. That's what I'm good at. So <laughs> it's a good Monday. So okay. So for the listeners, I'm gonna we're gonna talk about this little Shure MV88 microphone. Uh, like I said earlier, it is a microphone for iOS devices only. So if you are an and- Android user, you may not be interested in listening to this episode because it might not apply to you. But if you want to learn a little bit more about this this little piece of gear, just in case you ever switch, then you're welcome to stay with us. And we were joking before the show that if you are an Android user and you want to turn off this podcast, go go subscribe to Behind the Brand and go listen to a couple episodes of that because it's, it's a great show. We, right. we welcome people from all operating systems. But you prefer Apple. Uh, I prefer whatever system helps with my workflow the best. That's a good mentality. I like that. I, I, I used to be very Android. <laughs> okay, welcome to episode 46 of the podcast, dude. All right, Corey, thanks for being here. Listeners, thank you. Thank you for hanging out. So the MV88. So what is the what is the Shure MV88? The Shure MV88 is a small microphone, and I'd say it's about the size of a golf ball, and it plugs into any iOS device that has a Lightning port connection. When you buy this thing, it costs about 150 bucks. Comes with a little case and a little windscreen. So and it also has a well, I would say a required iOS app companion that accompanies it that gives you more control over things like input gain. EQ and compressor settings and other things like cardioid cardioid pad pa- <coughs> Corey, take go over. ahead and other things like cardioid patterns why is that hard for me to say it it's a hard word no it's just those two words together so so this little microphone we we both both Corey and I have been using them for uh, what a couple months now yeah yeah, and so we, I want to talk about my experiences. I'm going to give Corey a chance to talk about his experiences because there's there are good and bad things about this microphone. Yeah. So we'll start Positive, off with uh, pros and cons. Pros and cons. Yes, that's so, a better way to say it. So starting off, you know, who is this for? And and I think they have. Um, when I say they, I think Sure had three people in mind when they created this microphone. I, I believe it is for podcasters, video producers, musicians, really anyone who is looking for a microphone to improve the audio quality, you know, over the built-in microphone on the iPhones. Because really, like the microphone on the iPhones isn't terrible, but it's not super great, you know? So so I think this kind of sits in between some more professional microphone options and setups uh, and, the, and the built-in microphone. It's kind of like a sweet spot right in the middle. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, so let's talk about what we like about the MV88 first. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Sure, I could talk about it. Yeah, cool. So, what do you what do you like about the MV88, Corey? Uh, what one of my favorite aspects of it is that it's pocketable. Yes, I love that the MV88 is pocketable. Um, I've I've recently uh, brand new secrets, Aaron. Mm. Um, I've recently been when been toying with the idea of of starting up doing vlogging, and um, you know, a couple months ago, I I wanted to do like some video production, and so I actually bought a Canon camera, a DSLR. Yep. And I, you know, I bought lenses and I bought like, uh, it's called a lens hopper microphone, I think also from Shure. Mm. And, um, and I had this huge setup and I realized, man, this thing is massive. Yeah. All this stuff is so massive and it would be good for like setting up in a studio. But like if I'm out on the go or if I just want to go someplace and talk um, and, and show content or do a vlog or whatever, this is, it's really, it's not, it's not convenient like at all. No. And so... 
And so I bought this. And I was like, actually, this is kind of cool because I wanted to use it for, you know, doing some periscopes, some live streaming and things like that. And and so I can just throw it in my pocket and go and I can just go for a drive or I can, you know, go someplace or just be sitting here at my desk and go, oh, I want I want to record something, throw it on my phone and then I'm good to go. That's I think that's my favorite feature is it's so small, but it, it packs such a punch. So um, I have to. I, I, yeah, I have to second that right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it's, no, it is really nice. Because I also have because I also have a DSLR. I bought it a while back. I even bought a little mini shotgun microphone to to use with it. I, I experimented with a bunch of different audio setups, and what I found is that using a DSLR and the additional audio equipment required to get good sound, because y- you never want to use the built-in microphone on a DSLR. It's just terrible. It's just not so good. It's the worst. So it's it just really... They're they're heavy. They take up a lot of space. Like you put it in your backpack, and your backpack's like ten pounds heavier. And I was just like, I'm I'm not doing professional video production. I just want to like capture some clips of my friends or like randomly shoot video when I feel like it. But I want to have better audio quality. And so this right. this really really works. Uh, you know, and, and and the sound quality ended up being about as as good as the microphone. What was the other one that I got the the video mic pro? Mm-hmm. That little little short that microphone. By, that's by Rode, yeah. Yeah, 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 and and it's it's a it's on par with that, maybe even a little bit better. And hmm. uh, Sean had asked in the chat, did, did anyone ask about MV88 versus a lav mic? And I'll, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So open up a loop, hey. Uh, there you go. Well done. <laughs> yeah. So so this little this little microphone, this MV88, I, I've really enjoyed it because it is so small and light. And I can just plug it into my iPhones. I have a 6S Plus, and which has a phenomenal video camera on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not like it's not going to match a, a big DSLR and a super huge lens, and it's not right for every video situation. But especially for things like vlogging, it's it's really really fantastic. Yeah, and actually, I mean, if you're using um, if you're using your phone, like your your iPhone or your Android, well, but in this case, we are talking about iPhone because of the compatibility. Yeah, but yeah. If you're using um, your phone to to do your video, then you know, the, I mean, the, the camera on there is really solid and yep. it's really good, and the lens is like meh. So you just pick up a moment lens, momentlens.co. Uh, yeah. You get a moment lens. You can get a wide angle. It's like eighteen millimeter, or you can get um, I think it's a let's see what here, yeah, sixty millimeter, and and it gives you fantastic results with that attachment lens so or you can pick up what an ollie you can get anything anything that you want to get for the lens you can do to improve the quality of the video Mm. you know at least of the picture that you're getting um and then the mv88 just adds the audio on top of that so if you're gonna if you're planning on using your phone for a content creation a content creating machine Mm -hmm. or device (laughs) device probably better machine but (laughs) some machines man back in the 1920s uh, um, so if you're planning on using it as a content creating device, it's worth a little bit of investment to to pick up, you know, 150 bucks for this mic and 100 bucks for a lens. Mm. I mean, that's that's nothing compared what you to what you'd yeah. be spending with a DSLR. Yeah, and then you don't have to carry it around a bunch. And I and I actually exactly I saw I saw our uh, community member and good friend Terrence Tang last week at Creative South Conference. He bought one yeah. of those Gorilla Gorilla Pods. Is that what they call it? The, the like the bendable. giant like the uh, the Joby yeah the gorilla yeah yeah the yeah arms <laughs> it's like a tri it's like a tripod it's a bendable it, tripod bendable tripod and he yeah. was and he he put his he he actually had one of the what is it Canon GS7 or GX7 or something one of those little 
point sure. and shoot for for oh, vlogging. The, t- really the T6Is or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but but you buy a little adapter and you get this gorilla, this bendable gorilla pod, and it kind of will extend your phone away from you, so you're not just holding onto the phone. You can actually yeah. just record a video like that. And I thought that was really cool for yeah, vloggers. Yeah, and they have and they have smaller versions of that that you can get. I'm actually holding one right now. It's made by the same company by Joby, and yeah, um, and it's super handy if you're like on the go and you want to shove that in your pocket. Also very small. Mm-hmm. Put that in your pocket or in your backpack and, you know, hook it onto anything, you know, on your, put it on your table or you hook it onto a tree and you can, you can get a, you know, a good look. But we're not talking about video here. We're talking about audio. Audio. That's true. See? That's true. Okay. There so, so that's, that's all the good stuff. I think, I think the wins on this, the pros are the size, the audio quality. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that it is, it is good, but it is not going to replace a two, three, four hundred dollar shotgun microphone or sure. any other microphone. And I should mention that this is both a, di- a directional mic, but it also has um, side address. It's got a, it's got a, um, what do they call those things? Cartridges, condenser cartridges. So, so it's, oh. it's both. <laughs> yeah, there's like, like there's not an obvious me. word. There's not. A, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it's both stereo, mono, bidirectional, and then like you can do both front and sides basically. So you could set this right. mic on a, on a table plugged into your iPhone and then set it up. And you could have you on one side and a guest on the other side, and it will record from both sides into a stereo yes. track, which is which I think is pretty cool. There's yeah, a lot of options. Actually, there are there are four different um, polarization patterns that you can that you can use. You can have stereo, where the yep. front is on and the sides are on. Mm-hmm. You can have monocardioid, which is where the front is on and the sides are off. And then you have mono bidirectional, which is where the front is off and the sides are on. And then you there's another um, another aspect that you can do is, uh, use when you go in the app it's called raw midside um, and that that just gives you a different a different kind of uh, stereo uh, I, mean, I feel like i think it's stereo but i uh, it's it's like an expanded version of the monocardioid so that's a lot complicated of that's complicated stuff very complicated but you know if you get on and you want to do stereo or even just a cardioid it definitely works and um, there, uh, what I like about that is it gives you a lot of options. I, yep. It's kind of a, it's kind of nice when you can just plug something in and go. But if you're more of an advanced user, yep, it, it gives you options to be able to control what kind of audio you're capturing. Yeah, and and Jeremiah in the chat said it reminds him a bit of the Blue Yeti microphone, which I know a lot mm-hmm. of podcasters use, and and it is basically almost exactly the same, I believe. Yeah, very very popular that mic. So we should go ahead and talk about the things that are not good about this microphone. Womp womp. Okay. <laughs> I like your sound effect. There. Can you can you turn that into a sound bite? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's my show. You should. Womp, okay. Womp. Did you say womp 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 womp? Okay. You've never heard this? It's wah wah. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. Moving so <laughs> downsides to this, and and you mentioned you had you had an experience uh, something yeah. bad happened. Will you talk about that? Well, over this weekend, I was I was testing it. I was using it, you know, obviously trying to to get a process in place, um, you know, for for shooting video and stuff. And and as I was going through and editing it, you know, put it on my computer, and I was going through and editing the clips, I found out that the audio it would there were some spikes and some clicking and and some spiking, mm. um, or crackles, not good, what, crackling and spiking. It was not good, and I'm like, what in the world is happening? And uh, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, also in the community, Daniela, she said, oh, I was having that problem as well. So make sure you have it in airplane mode or do not disturb mode. And actually, if you have the the app open and you plug in the device, so you plug in the, the MV88 
Mm-hmm. It'll give you a little pop-up at the bottom. It says, make sure that you're in airplane mode or do not disturb mode if, yeah. if neither of those are enabled. And I and I hadn't known that. Um, mm. So probably about 60 to 70% of the audio from my weekend shooting was unusable, Ooh, which was good. a huge bummer. So obviously me knowing that now is helpful, but like let's say I was in the middle of, you know, I, I needed to have all that audio done and then all of a sudden it just isn't there. Um that would have been that would have been a huge problem. So Bad it times. looks like it looks like do, uh, do not disturb mode and airplane mode will help. But that I mean honestly that's kind of a downside because if I'm on the go, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna plug this in. Oh, I need to make sure I'm in airplane mode, yeah. do not disturb mode. It's just extra steps. That's kind of a bummer. Um and I understand that it's you know, when you integrate hardware into software like that and you're trying to like make all that happen with a third party piece of hardware like this. You have to find workarounds for those kind of things, and it is kind of a bummer. So I understand that there are going to be issues and glitches like that for sure. Um, but it is that was definitely uh, kind of a kind of a kind of a bummer to realize after the fact, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm just curious. I asked before the chat. I didn't see if anyone uh, in the chat had responded. Has anyone tried to do Periscope with this? Or Corey, have you ever tried to do Periscope with it? I have, I have, and I've actually gotten really good results. Um, uh, my okay. co-host Kyle Adams, also my friend. I should always start off with friend and co-host, <laughs> that because it's more important that he's my friend than my co-host. So Kyle Adams also has an MV88, and he's done a few Periscope streams, um, and he also used it for a while on his Snapchat stories, mm. um, and and I I thought it was great. Like I never I never heard any issues, but I think it's because when we would go into Onto doing Periscope, we had do not disturb mode on. So, like, if someone texts you, you don't see it. Hmm. Um, but it's obviously a problem if you have airplane mode enabled. You <laughs> That's can't not going to work. <laughs> you can't stream. Like, that doesn't work. No. So, so I mean, obviously, that might take a little bit of testing. But from my using of it for Periscope and from Kyle, like, watching Kyle do it, it seemed to work well. So, I don't know if that's just the app or if that's because do not disturb mode was enabled you know there's all these variables now you know right right yeah and 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 for what it's worth i have not had any problems with the audio issues that's good either my primarily use primarily my primary use for this mic so far is i i used it for snapchat for a while but another downside is that when you're using it with snapchat it introduces some kind of weird delay when you first push down the button to start recording it like the video starts recording but it takes a second before the audio starts recording. Right. So it kind of well, messes you up. Yeah, and that's and I don't think that's a that's a limitation of of the, the mic, 88 yeah. I think that's a Snapchat problem. Good point. Um mainly because it's a it's a third party device and if you have it open um like if you open up your video app yes. like on your phone, yes. you can see there's a green indicator on the back of the device that shows you when it's enabled. So you can go, mm-hmm. "Okay, well I know that it's on" if you have the video mode going. But when you have Snapchat open, it doesn't it's not detecting that it's in video mode. So when you start recording the video, it has to send a signal to the device to say, hey, it, there's a video going on, ah. but the video is already going, but it takes a second. It takes about, I think it's like maybe seven-eighths of a second to turn on. So you're just sitting there looking at the camera, and then you go, okay, now I can start talking, and it gets pretty awkward. So Yeah, it, but maybe they can fix it. Maybe they could. Uh, I think that would be uh, on Snapchat's side. Um, yeah, yeah, that's but, what I meant. You know. They so, just need to provide better support for third-party microphones. Yep. So that's uh, that's another potential downside. But I will say for, I recorded a um, a talk. Scotty Russell gave a, a fantastic talk at the Creative South Conference this year. And yeah. I was sitting about three rows back from the front. 
and I plugged in this little microphone, put it on a little on a little uh, stand that I have, and I recorded the whole talk, and it turned out really great. I was really happy with it. So it's that's really awesome. strong for that. Yeah, that's great. Another downside that I've run into, um, and that you know, it's part of it's just preference, and mm. you know, you, you have to kind of balance that. Um, but there's only a ninety degree, only ninety degrees of angle on the on the device itself. So oh, the way it, it swivels. It, the way that it swivels, yeah. So it, it can face straight out away from the device, or it can swivel, pivot. Pivot? Pivot, sure. Yeah, it can pivot. It can turn 90 degrees so that you can point it you know, away from your camera or towards yourself. And I found myself when I'm filming, like if I'm filming something and I'm talking because it's directional um, and because of whatever setting I had it on, you know, the person in front of the camera sounds very clear, but I'm very muffled in the background. And there are times where I want to like, swivel it around to point at me so I can record something real quick without having to unplug it, turn it around and plug it back in. Well, maybe you know, in that's, that situation. That's just a limitation of certain things. And it part, partially it's preference. But I, and I probably wouldn't even say that if it was only, you know, pointing out in a way I wouldn't even care. But, you know, that's well, just. Do you think at this point, don't you think that using the, the side address microphones would work there? Go bi-directional, front and back? Oh, I haven't tested that, but ah, I probably should. Yeah, try it sometime. I think it's on. I think the one that I recorded with over the weekend was stereo. Mm. So that, yeah, that might have been. Yeah, and so it, you know, it, I've also, um, I've also found it works really well for musicians wanting to record practices or concerts that they go to. That's not a downside, but I forgot to say oh. it earlier. I, think. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I thought, isn't that good? <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah, you, you, Corey. You've seen the YouTube you. videos where people record concerts with their phones and it's just like the audio is just a complete mess. 100% the worst. I don't like that. I As an like aside, um, you know, the, the app is fantastic. It's got little built-in things and I'm pretty sure it just changes the settings on the device itself so you don't have to have the app open every single time. But you can change, you can change the direction, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they also have a compressor slider. Um, they've got yeah. a limiter... Um, they have wind reduction, left, right swap, equalizer. All of that stuff is actually built into the app, and it's pretty cool uh, if you want to go in and play around with it. Uh, just gives you a few more options in, in all of those things. Cool. Yep. So any other potential downsides that you can think of right now? Um, I've used it in the wind and uh, with and without the, the the windscreen. It does come with a windscreen, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I've had varied results, and I actually talked with a friend of mine who who uh, bought a few of them when they first came out and went and did some outside shooting with his iPhone, you know, with the windscreen on and everything. And, you know, with, there was a, a fair bit of wind. And he was saying that, and and, I, and again, it could be just the, the settings that he had enabled, um, but he was saying that the wind was actually, it was actually worse to have the MV88 plugged in than it was to use the mic on the phone. Oof. And I was like... Wow, that's I mean, and, and again, that could be just situational, depending yeah, on yeah. angle and where the wind is coming from, and all. There's so many things. Like if the guy's holding it horribly, I don't know. There's all this stuff. So, so all of that is to say, like as with any microphone, always do testing. Always make sure that you you have a good grip of how it works before you start to do the thing that you bought it for. Yep, yep, I like that. And uh, Danielle in the chat had said to mention we should mention that. The app remembers your settings for the so you, you go into the app, you set the settings, and then you can quit the app and go to a different program and start using the microphone. And you right. can unplug the microphone, plug the microphone back in, and it actually remembers the exact settings that you had. And I think right. it's actually 
something, a chip inside of the microphone itself, the, the MV8 itself. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's does, correct. Uh, what is it called? Dig- digital signal processing. Some sure. little chip in there that remembers the settings. So that yeah. is really handy. That's really useful. So you don't have to open up the app every time you plug the microphone in. Yep. It's good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So, I man, is there anything else we need to cover? Because I think that's that's about all I had to say on that topic. Do you want to talk about the lav mic aspect? Or? Oh, yeah. Alternatives. Yes. So let's talk about alternatives before we head out head out of here. Sean McCabe earlier had asked if anyone had talked about using a lav a lot lav lav. Oh my gosh! I say lav. People say lav. I say lav. It's doesn't we'll, matter. We'll go. We'll go lav mic. You know what about a lav mic compared to this? And I'm gonna say, if you're the if you're going to be doing a video where it's just you talking or just somebody else talking, a, a lav mic like the Rode Smart Lav, which runs eighty dollars, I believe, is gonna give you I would say equivalent audio quality depending on the recording situation of course right yeah i mean and there's also the aspect of of the directional like if you're turning your head or if you're a little bit further away from the camera then because the camera is attached to the phone obviously it's going to be further away from you that's just that's just physics aaron that's just that's just how the <laughs> universe is right yeah yeah and and so if you have if you have a, a lav mic then you can back off, you can come closer, and the audio is going to stay the same. You can turn your head, you can turn your body, all of that stuff. You could do a little dance if you wanted to, and it would all stay the same. So it's just different uses. Um, and I mean, I don't have, I don't have a, a lav mic that I use. I've used them before, mm-hmm. um, and and they're really really good. Yep. Uh, depending on what your use is for, you have to figure out what your goals are, what your usage situation is going to be. And where it's going to work. A friend of mine, Eric, also in the community, he uses a lav mic every once in a while on Snapchat, and it works. And it works and sounds really great. So it just depends on on what you want, on what you want to do. You know? Yep. I'd say a a a lot. Oh, okay. Adam uh, Adam Mason in the chat said it's the the lot the lav sound like lava, so it's lav lava. So no no lav. So the lav mic, Corey. You know, some people still still say GIF. Instead of GIF, and that's not right. So I don't care. You sure? <laughs> okay. So the so the lav mic, I think it will be better. I just feel so fancy when you say it that way. Lav, lav, lav. <laughs> you have to say it like that, and then like swirl some wine around. You know? Yes. I'm yes. gonna plug in my lava layer mic. Okay. All right. Is this the show? So, so the lav mic, I think if you're doing, if you're doing like ninety or hundred percent talking head video where you're recording a video of yourself talking then i think the lav mic either buy in addition to this mic because i think there's the mv88 where it's really strong is for just running and gunning as they say yeah just like running around and shooting videos and stuff a little bit of yourself a little bit of the environment a little bit of someone else it's just really portable and really easy to flip it around point it at yourself pull it out turn it around plug it back in pointed yes. at somebody else it's just really convenient for that yes and i know a lot of musicians use it it's i mean imagine being yeah. like let's say you're on the road or you're you're visiting your parents for whatever reason and you're you know you're out and about and you're not in your studio and you're like i have this great idea you just throw that on there you get your guitar or you get on a piano or your banjo or whatever your jam is and and you can record and get that out so you're not having to remember that when you get back to a place where you can record and it's actually, you know, good quality. So you don't have to sit there and listen to terrible voice memo-esque quality on your iPhone. Yep. Although I will have to say the the quality of the iPhone microphones have gotten better. But That's they're true. they're not they're not the same as this one. So 
All right. I, man, yeah. um, I really think that's about everything. That's good. I'm I, sure I someone say, will think of something. I, I think we forgot my to talk my about. end my end. If I could have like one summary, summarize it up. Summary. I I think that you can't go wrong buying this mic as long as you know that it's one, not going to be as amazing as you know a mic that's several hundred dollars. Yep. But if you want to have a mic that takes your recording quality up a notch and allows you to expand your versatility of what you're trying to record. That's that's fantastic, and I will agree. I think it is a good deal for the price, especially if you're like me and you want to you want to run around and be you know pretend you're a, a vlogger or a video producer, and you don't want to carry around a heavy DSLR and a bunch of audio equipment. I think for iPhone users who just want to shoot some good video or you know shoot some video for Instagram or whatever else, I think it's a it's a great little microphone. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. So I don't I don't know if we are we supposed to say like two thumbs up here. Or? I'll give it two thumbs up. Two I think it's, up. I, I think it's I think it's amazing for what it is. I'm yeah, I'm with you on that. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show today to help me talk about this, Corey. I thanks, really man. Thanks it. for asking me about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, that was totally last minute and I was just like, why not have Corey on the show? That's fun. Yeah, that's good. So where can people go to find you online if they wanna if they wanna enjoy more of your awesomeness? Well, you can go to behindthebrand.com and you can sign up for the behind the brand newsletter if you'd like to. Um, I send out weekly emails uh, on Wednesday and on Saturday. Really good ones. And uh, thanks, man. Uh, and so you can also sign up to be notified about when the show goes out, which is on Saturdays. And you can listen to the show. We've we're just about to get to our thirtieth episode. That's pretty crazy. That's yeah. It goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. It's weird, but it's good. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Corey D H Miller. And I mean, there are a couple other places, but that that's the main place you'll find me. And you on the Snapchat. Uh, yeah, you can add me on Snapchat, Corey D.H. Miller. In fact, most places you can find me at Corey D.H. Miller. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Just remember Corey D.H. Miller and you will be okay. And you're good. If anyone wants to follow me, they can find me uh, on Twitter at the podcast dude. On Snapchat, I am Aaron CWA. Say hi. If you got any questions or you just want to email me, say hi, whatever. It is Aaron at the podcast dude.com. That's my email address. Yeah, full show notes for this That's episode good. will be at thepodcastdude.com slash 46. That's cool. Yeah. You know what? And I'd also like to say uh, to all the listeners, because I love your show, Aaron. Like, it, it's so good. Thank you. Um, I, I love the content. I love it. when you have guests on. It's just concise, and you're very knowledgeable. So if you're listening to the show, listener, podcast dude. Listeners. They are listening to the show. Do you have a name for them? Like, are they the duders or anything like that? No, I, you know, I've thought about that, how there's like, you know, if you want to have a great brand, you really got to like have some kind of name for you. No, your... I disagree, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go ahead. You were talking. Um, I'm just saying, go to the podcastdude.com slash iTunes oh. and leave a positive review for Aaron. It, it's very helpful <laughs> for him to, to, for all podcasters to be able to see that they're doing a good job um, you know, you know, see any feedback, but also helps to uh, appear in rankings and and get more people the kind of content that they're looking for. So it's less about Aaron being like, "Hey, look at me! I got up in the new and noteworthy," or "I'm in this." What it's it's about more people like you who are trying to create a great podcast and they're trying to to get more tools in their tool belt, being able to find a podcast that is really going to help them. So, uh, thepodcastdude.com/slash/itunes. Go leave a positive review. And, and everything will be amazing. Yeah, thanks, Corey. And thank you, thank you, listener, if you already have or if you're planning on it. I really appreciate it. It makes, it makes me so happy. You guys don't even know. 
uh, in the chat, Corey, I think the the chat room actually approves of your t- term "duders" for fans of I, this podcast. I I disagree one hundred percent with that title. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna roll with it. It's bad. It's bad. I don't. Is that gonna be a thing? <laughs> oh, so angry. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> I'm done with that. Oh, Corey. Corey, you got to go. If, so we need if to. I'm gonna, if I check back in two weeks and people are calling themselves <laughs> the Duders. <laughs> yes. Stranger Horrible. things have happened, Corey. I guess that's true. All right. We're, we'll do a short after show and then we're getting out of here because you got to go. Thanks for coming on the show again, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. It's good. doing over there <laughs> not good <laughs> not good <laughs> hey, hold on, you can just call it the, they could be the duder nation give me a sec give me a second what's up uh, duder nation <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst that's the worst why does everybody have a nation <laughs> how are you guys okay oh, i can't Everyone, it's <laughs> so bad. Because, because yeah, no, because oh, everyone like, it's like you want to start no. a movement, right? Like you got to have a name for your your people so people can feel like they belong. I d- I don't really buy it either. If it, if it happens organically, maybe I don't know. Yeah, you I know people people respond differently to different things, but I'm not gonna force that. It's a country thing. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. We, uh, Corey, Corey, are you excited about Sean West Conference? Dude, I am pumped about Sean West Conference. It's it's coming up quick. It's going to be this October. SeanWest.com slash conference. In Austin, awesome. in Austin, Texas. You're, you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm the, the Sean West team will be there. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and you know that Sean last week decided that he was going to limit attendance, attendance numbers. Only 150 people are allowed to go. Capped at 150 attendees. This is 100% going to sell out. Yeah, and and, and yeah. dude, oh my gosh, it's going to be so intense because all, all the people that are already going are just amazing, and and yeah. really like I could spend I could spend like the whole weekend hanging out with just like five or six of them, and it would be amazing. But there's going to be so many. So it's 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 awesome because from everyone that I've ever talked to about going to a conference, it's always this. Yeah, the conference was good. Like the speakers were good, but the best times were when we were outside of the the main auditorium, having conversations, meeting people, sitting there for hours, just talking and and you know talking about our businesses or our work or whatever it is. You know, it's it's that that kind of interaction is what is so valuable, and we're actually building that into Sean West Conference. We don't want to just be like, hey, you know, go quick, run to the bathroom or 
you know, we're going to get real, real quick to this next speaker. I hope you are fine. We're actually building in times to connect with people at the conference very intentionally so that because we believe that conversations are like the, the, the one of the strongest pillars that hold up a conference. And, and we want to provide that to people. They, they absolutely are. And, you know, something else I've been thinking about, uh, and I, I got to say before that, I second the whole thing about the conversations being the best part of conferences. Like this past week, I went to the Creative South Conference in, in Columbus, Georgia, and the conversations that happened there were by far the best parts. And I mean, I saw some great talks. I saw some fantastic yeah. talks. But the 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 chance to sit down with someone and have a one-on-one or be in a, in a group setting and just rapid fire back and forth, just the funnest and the greatest and the most insightful stuff came out of that. So I'm really excited. And and I've been thinking of what, what I was saying earlier is I've been thinking about this conference in the way, and the, you know, I like I like Sean because kind of like me, he kind of does what he wants. He does not <laughs> he does not just kind of say, okay, how is everyone else doing conferences? I guess that's how I'm supposed to do conferences. Now right. he 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 does this thing where he's like, what's the best way to do conferences? What do I believe would provide the best experience and the most value for people? That's how I'm going to do a conference. And I really believe that after this conference this year and after the feedback that we get a lot of other people are going to start they're going to perk up and start paying attention and being like that's right oh that yeah that is a good idea you know like why don't we pay our our speakers more why don't we build in times to actually let people have conversations besides just like maybe like an after party at a bar or something you right. know like well you can't hear anybody at an after party at a bar oh, they're it's the impossible. worst the worst no they're Terrible. not that bad but you know what i'm saying like I, I believe Sean is is going to be a trendsetter in this in this space, in this conference space. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more conferences next year being like, oh, by the way, we got some new uh, new features for our conference. And I'm like, uh-huh, I know where you got that from. Hmm. Yep. It's so, true. It's true. Yep. SeanWest.com slash conference. Go check it out. It's going to be it's gonna be amazing. It's going to be super fun. We'll see you there. All right. Should I tell the, should I tell the listeners that I have committed publicly to doing an Ironman triathlon? Meh. No, Meh. probably not. They don't care. Nah, they don't care. All right. Well, cool. Anyways, thanks everyone for listening and <laughs> hanging out. Uh, I, w- <laughs> you can uh, go go check out my Medium account if you want to know know more because I think I'm going to start writing about it there. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Okay, everybody. What do I normally say when we head out? Have a great week. Get, get lots of work done. Have a good one. Bye, Corey. Bye, everyone. Bye, Aaron.